everything's running very well and the new needle seems to be cutting okay, so I don't think we'll have any trouble there. Yes, so we're doing replays and talking to uh, the Markovich on the side. Yeah, we've just been doing a few replays. You know, we've got about a week before um, varsity starts and all that sort of thing. That's right. It's good sort of having a bit of holiday, although I should be doing work, I suppose. You should be too. Oh, hang on. I think there's, there's, there's someone at the window. I think there's burglars there. There must um, be burglars. That's oh, right. Oh, there's a, face, there's a face at the window. Just and don't tell me it's going... Oh. You, it, it's, it's the stew. The stew, but he's the, in G-Land. The at the window. My God, well, yeah, we'll look, let him in. I'll, just, I'll just go and let him in. Hang on. The window seems to be stuck. Oh, I've got it now. Right. He's, he's got it. Oh, he's in. I'm in. G'day, you. Oh, he's got it down a fine art. Yeah. Stu. Yeah, I'm talking to the YOE. Who's that? The Markovich. Oh, the Markovich. Oh, yes. It really is the stew. It's not according. No. no. This no. is live. It is definitely no. on uh, August the whatever. Yes. August just, just to prove it. 1973. That's right. We've That's proved incredible. it. incredible. I'm going to starting my course at RMIT. <laughs> yeah. You know how I was going to start a course at RMIT in 1973? And get your cast-offs? Yeah, well, no. Well. I was going to get B-Geneers, actually. Oh, right. But I failed. Been looking in your horoscope again. So cast up for second preference. <laughs> Put that down. Anyway, I've just come in to visit the branch. I didn't know who was on air. It just shows how much he must be on air if that you just drop in at any time through the window and he's on air. It's that's incredible. It's four it? minutes to three. Hey, his clock's working. The branch clock is working. Really? But it wasn't usually. It hasn't been working. What time did it used to say? It had some... It's all on all the photographs, the publicity photographs. Yeah. Um, Time stands still in that shack. That's right. Well, it used to. It's now... Things are going to progress and modernise. I think you should get up and wreck it again. We should. Otherwise... Posterity. The half-moon sievers will be replaced by a DR-28. See, actually, actually, it's only superficial because inside that half-moon sievers there's just one ISP. It's got an analog digital converter on the half-moon dial. Yes. And then it sets up the... puts the little keys inside on the IC. And it's all done with one IC, one series resistor off the mains and the diodes. resistor off the mains. Internal regulated power supply. Yeah. It's incredible what they can do. All the valves and the mixer aren't connected anymore. There's just one IC in there. I need the little light emitting diodes in the bases. Yeah. Like that one there. Yes. You can tell it's on. 
Yes. That's right, little FET suspended in these glass. Well, you can't get the parts anymore, you see. You just can't get the wood. But no. it's just so, so trendy to have the actual official half-moon dial sievers. Definitely. Well, this is it. I mean, things go in cycles, fashions go in cycles, and I'm just waiting for these That's shapes to come, to come back into fashion, you see. I guess so. That's why I want to hang on to my... See, my box quarters will be worth a million dollars one day. Cause it's it's, it's, yes. <laughs> it's unique styling. Yes. The front RTV and H bad quality... Um, Cabinet work, yes, styling, yes. <laughs> design work. Copied straight off, off Neville Williams' box design. <laughs> Neville Williams. <laughs> He's come a long way, you know. Yes, with the horn rim glasses. He hasn't come anywhere. <laughs> he doesn't have his photograph in the editorial. It's, no, it's that other guy now. Oh, I don't know. He used to be good when he did Let's Buy an Argument. And they had a picture of a typewriter, all yeah, keys the coming keys out. Yeah, the keys flying in all directions. <laughs> it says, Mr Smith from Alwood says that Ohm's Law doesn't work. Well, let's <laughs> investigate this. There'd be a picture of resistor and... There was one like that. <laughs> there was. There was. No. Somebody proved that they, they came out with a factor of two. <laughs> Quite a factor. Real factor. Yeah. I'm getting a bit of hum here. Oh, so no. I might go and get a, get a couple of weeks um, buying arguments and have a look. Yes. That's a good idea, actually. Yes, well, I just got down tonight. I, uh, I left... Uh, that must be some drive. It, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't like to do that. It's a bit of a pain, actually. It only takes six hours, six and a half hours. Yeah, but still. It, I mean, what do you do on the way? Do you sort of do medium-wave DX? Or? Well, my car receiver doesn't work very well. What I did listen to, um, between Darlington and Point and Gerildery, I tuned across the Seavers... And I heard the long coming out of a million missions. Oh no! The long was on 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 aunties again, talking about nitrate movies in cans that he found in somebody's garage, friend, in yes. in um, uh, some suburb, and appealing to people to give their ancient movies to the long so he can do more programs about it and get more become more of a big big nullity. Well, that's right. He's, he seems to have caught the right bandwagon there. He has like. Well, he's getting good lucidities, but I don't know if anyone listens. Well, he's on. If you added up how many megawatts he was on tonight, yeah. all of Radio it's 2 and 3... It would be several years of branch output. It would you be. Know, the power bill Probably about half the, half the ratings. <laughs> That's right, yes. Look, if, if you could get hold of some tapes or something, you could really boost the ratings by playing them. That's right. On 160. It would he, be quite good. But, but the long has begun becoming rather a, a little nullity, actually. Quite, quite a little nullity. Yes, that's interesting. Far cry from his double Z days when he had the history of what century of sound? Yes. With his scratched. Um, Not a very good announcing voice. Yeah, he's, he's improved a lot. He must have gone to the Some pulse. Some say that, yes. Some say he's improved. Mm. Well, you're down in Melbourne. I wonder yes. why that is. Well. As far as that is, the petrol price is, it has to be a damn good mission. Yes, well, I certainly hope it Let's hope tomorrow night is a darn good mission. I um, hope so. Well, as, yes, look, the V. Now, um, now the V we had in Shep was quite good. I thought it was... Are you still on? Yes. Oh, you are. Um, it was very efficient. And That's what I like. It didn't go for a wreck. I don't know how much you enjoyed it. I can't remember it very much. Well, I went for complete missions. Yeah. Like, I woke up in that van. Yeah. Silly van. And... <laughs> Um, I didn't feel bad. There were a few photos of all that too. Oh no. One, uh, actually, well I've got one of you and you looking very happy just smiling to yourself in a corner, <laughs> with your eyes closed. Beck with some, some J-Factors girl <laughs> leaning against him and he's wearing a crash helmet. 
Um, the Bears have got a, a compromising picture of Beck. Uh, um, they're not hard to get. No, that's right. There's about a million of them around. And, yes, and, well, there's more and more kid coming. And I've got that, that uh, handbag photo in the park. Oh, the Beck, when he had his handbags. That's right, yeah, it really comes out there. Perhaps some handbags, yes. And, uh, and you playing on the swings there, Mr Stu. And look, I think the photo finish proves that you did swing hard than that little girl. Oh, yes, so yes. congratulations there. We'll give you the, um, the complimentary um, winning on the swings, what you lost on the slides. You'll give me a swinging choke. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, so I never could understand how that system worked, but still. Well, I don't know. So that's, that's very good indeed. And, uh, Some regrets. Not many regrets. We're going to have an argument. Oh, yes. we, we can have an argument, but... Remember this one? Make your own tape heads. Oh, yes. <laughs> 1953. By Neville Williams. I wonder if he still remembers these things. Yes. He, he would be probably the most interesting person to talk to. He would be. It wouldn't have be bad to get a job like the Williams on a no, magazine. No, good. Mm. Might you try and get a big technical writer? Yes. Get into technical journalism. Big headings here. Ever since the idea of tape recording caught the fancy of our readers... <laughs> <laughs> Last, Last week, week yes. <laughs> <laughs> it has produced a much-repeated question. Can I make my own head? <laughs> good age, you expand. Very good head, yes. The answer, quite simply, is... No. Possibly you can, <laughs> and very cheaply too, <laughs> provided you happen to be lucky with your stock of oddment bits and pieces. <laughs> old heads. <laughs> yeah, it's like a box of old Akai heads. <laughs> Junk box heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's got all these careful drawings. Look! Oh, yes. G clamps. Yeah, it's Wind a G wooden coil. block. That's it's got right. a vice. <laughs> How do you wind them though? That's right. Just by hand. You make That's get right. little bobbins and bits of aluminium. You, you go along and get all the bits, you get all the laminations, yeah. you, you yeah. bend them. And what else yeah, we well, got? How do you get a nice narrow gap? <laughs> Use hacksaw they've got here. And what gaps oh, did they no. get in those days? Now let's have a look at the gap. We could we can calculate the uh, response you get at seven and a half. Yes. Here we are. Not typical much. gaps. Now typical gaps these days are one micron. Yes. Yeah. Which what's what's seven inches? Uh well it's it's a thousand might uh, could be too. Uh, well a cassette head would have to be about that, wouldn't it? Yeah. <coughs> Pardon me. I think it's five noughts one mm. a micron. Anyway, what do you get with a hacksaw? Anyway, with using, <laughs> using a hacksaw and out in the out in the back shed with your vice and your yeah. Neville Williams article, <laughs> make it quarters. In a head intended purely for recording, the gap is not critical. Blah purely blah blah for blah. We, well, we know that a playback head should have the finest possible gap, and this generally means something like point triple o two five of an inch for good treble response. Three kc. Yes, I think That's triple right. That gives you about two worth. Sort of is a good recording gap these days. Yeah. Yes, it sound like a. Well, when I went to buy new heads for my Pyrox recorder, Pyrox, the chap said there was one spare head left in a new box carton, and it's. He said, "Oh yes, when those Pyrox quarters came out, if you got." One, a good response to 1kc for every inch a second you the tape went, it was considered good. Really? So it's 7.5, you got up to 7.5, 3 and 3 quarter, 3 and a half, or whatever. Would you like to hear about reactivation of batteries? Yes. Right. What's this, the oven method? Yes, probably. Dear Mr Williams, this is from, who is it from? Oh, it's from Everetty. 
Yours faithfully, Everready Australia. Oh, Peter Adams. Adams. <laughs> oh, it's the Adams. The Adams. He's been in a lot of things, hasn't he? Hasn't he? Well, here he's into reactivation. I knew he was into reincarnation, but this is something different. In Australia, we've carried out tests over, this is for dry batteries, over the past four or five years, and in general, we concur with the overall statement that dry batteries can be recharged subject to the following limitations. Gee, they haven't said much about this lately. No. Gee. This could be something new. Mm. Batteries should be reactivated by passing a reverse current through them after each period of discharge, whenever mm -hmm. they're used. Yeah. That's number one. The amount of charge in ampere hours should be 120% to 180% of the amount of discharge during the last period. Mm -hmm. To avoid damage, the charging rate should be maintained low enough to extend the required charge over a period of not less than 12 hours. To avoid damage to yourself. <laughs> yes, that's right. Batteries which have been reactivated subsequently have a short shelf life, like they go off of the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Very short. One microsecond. <laughs> Nanosecond. Shelf <laughs> life. Reactivation is more effective with recently manufactured batteries than those near the end of their shelf life, I fear enough. If the conditions under which the reactivation is carried out are incorrect, it is possible for the battery to be damaged, resulting in less <laughs> rather than more service. <laughs> Yeah. Sounds promising, doesn't it? Mm. Well, they had all these ideas for punching holes in the side and dropping them into ammonium zinc chloride or something and sticking them in the oven for six yeah. hours. The easiest one's just to put reverse current through them, though. Those batteries in those days were different to the ones we've got now, though. Like they, just, they just had a carb, cardboard thing. Yeah, but the same basic construction and chemical. They still process. pack up the same way, though. Yeah. You get water. Oh, look at that. There's Never Williams with his microphone. His box yeah. don't know what it does, all his methods and things, and yeah. bashing the keys like mad off his typewriter. Yeah. Really? They haven't had that photo for years. No. With, that, with that funny looking old English visions camera behind him. Yes, with ancient. The hood over it. Yes, the hood over it. And oscilloscope thing in his waste paper bar. And the reader built it one where they had some guys. Oh, yeah, oh let's see what's in the reader built it. This is. Look, they were great. I love going back in and looking at Yeah, I do too. Art. Oh, look, there's your half moon sievers ties. Yeah. £23, 17 and sixpence. It is true. It's a bargain. This is November 1953. God, I was just... They go back um, to radio television. I was quite young then. Oh, I was quite old then. Yeah. I don't think Ma Mr Markovic was even... Uh, no, quite possibly. He was in the ne uh, minus numbers. He was only a think, <laughs> a think tank. Yeah. Think tank. Uh, Isn't this cr half our listeners wouldn't have been around when that was built? I got all these. Like these, quite often turn up. Somebody cleans out their attic. <coughs> yeah, that's how I got these. I We've go got up to the library at Monash and just read through those. When I but they keep getting them. knocked off. People keep tearing pages. They now. do. They, you, they you come across this fantastic circuit, and the circuit's yeah. not there. I uh, love them. You go find it, and the reader built it. Circuits like they have ham transmitter or something. You look yeah. it up. It's one valve all yeah. land. Quite then they say, these circuits have not been tested in our laboratories, build at your own risk. You can build a... These circuits may explode. Maybe if explosions. The serviceman who smells. Now, know. what was he talking about that, that week? He starts off, the set was a pre-war model, five-valve mantle type, employing <laughs> a 6A8 metal valve as a converter, a 6K7 GT IF amplifier, Oh, they had GT stripes. Yeah. 6Q7 GT detector and audio amplifier, a 25A6 metal output valve, metal. and a 5Z4. Let's see, what was the fault? Um, you have to skim through to the end. 
They're very tanning, those ancient... Uh, some, well, I find the servicemen thing, some of them are really quite good anyway. That's right. I won't Even read the thing out. I can't make of what half of it is, but, you know... Particularly when they start talking about colour sievers. Cinema, yeah. Cinemascope, how it works. And have, well, I've got an ancient um, RTV and H at home at Build Your Own TV set. Really? And to economise, it's got... You know, two forty volt light bulbs instead of resistors, because they were cheaper to buy than resistors. <laughs> really? Yeah, and there's pictures. Of, you've got all these light bulbs plugged in sockets at the back. What a laugh! That's and you've great. got a, a five five BP one crow tube. Jeez. Wouldn't that be good? I mean, it is silly just having resistors. They just don't light up. That's right. All these watts just going up in heat. Mm-hmm. It's a waste. You should be able to do something with them. Just use DC and. She looked along. I'd like to read that out. Of course, oh, you remember that movies. thing? Yes, they're useless too. Yes. <laughs> this gave for a slip and a wow. This, this pair of tape reels and a, and, a, and a head that you stick on your table, <laughs> stick on your turntable. They didn't even have a capstan, did they? They just went for a pull. Yeah. Well, that might they were made advanced. by Boro, so oh, I think yeah. that'd be alright. But there was one model of tape just used to go for a pull through. Here we are, news and views of the month, November 1953. The Woomera atom test would be like a firecracker compared to the explosion which must have accompanied Charging your batteries. A meteorite <laughs> <laughs> Yes. A meteorite at Halls Creek in Western Australia. I saw that crater. Really? It's quite um, tiny. Three scientists said. WA Cassidy, Fulbright Scholar, Dr. Dirtz, a Fulbright lecturer, and Dr. Gross, an Adelaide biologist. Well that was discovered only about that time. Yeah. What else have we got? Plastics cause cancer question mark. <laughs> The practice of embedding plastics in the body <laughs> <laughs> might, cause, might cause cancer in the patient years later. But then again, you probably would have died if they didn't do it. Yes. yes. They had as high as 45% of rats developing cancer after plastics were embedded in their body. Well, now we know not to, not to embed plastics. You've got to get rid of rats. You just get old burrows and stuff them in, into the rats. Oh, mm. now look. This is getting right. quite disgusting. Popular science quiz. This is right underneath it. Uh, what is wood flour, and for what is it used? Um, cooking rock cakes. <laughs> <laughs> wood flour is a material produced by granulating and pulverising wood scraps. Oh, that must be... Um, would that be chipboard or masonite? I don't know, really. What's that funny sound? Clara going for Oh, it's wanderstorf, is it? There's nothing, nothing really that interesting in this one. I'll find a, a hilarious one where there's some silly question addressed that, to Mr. Williams. That zine is getting more and more like it used to be. It's getting more technical now. Really? They've got rid of all the CB rubbish and things. Oh. Yeah, CB's chicken man's just going. It's quite good. It's, it's more of a technical journal again. Oh, excellent. excellent. Although you still do find the, the you know, one IC projects. Oh, they're yeah. annoying. No. Wide-band wide sievers, you, you see this, this headline, wide-band sievers, blah, 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 this, yeah. that and the other for AM, and you sort of flick across, and it's got one power supply, one IC, yeah. a yes. tune circuit, sort of Richard Smith. and you go and look up the IC, the, the IC specs, and it's got... Serial no, number, blah, blah, blah. It's got no specifications on distortion at all, yeah. and you build it up, and it's a complete storsh. That's right. Mm. Yeah. I'll see if I can find something but some of those old... RTV and H's. I was brought up on those. I used to spend my Saturday afternoons reading through the Baltham's Trading Post magazine uh, advertisements. Oh, yes. And they had there an ad said, Mitters for sale, seven and six. So I went, went into town, yeah. went down to the, 
the um, underground part of Waltham's where the water was dripping through and all ah. And I said, I'll have a what, seven and sixpence worth of mitters. And they gave me this sealed box, army box, tropical coated box. Yeah. And I thought I was going to open it and find a brand new 62 set or something. Mm. Opened up the box for about 20 layers of, you know, moisture proofing. Mm. And there was just like a, an ancient printed circuit board looking thing with a smashed valve on it. There was an emergency mitters from a plane. You know, when the plane goes for yeah. a smash, this thing pops out of the wing. And if it doesn't oh. smash on the ground, it starts bleeping things out around about 40 megs. Really? And you paid seven and six for it? Well, in those days it was quite modern, you know. Mm. With a smash valve, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's... <laughs> but still... Smash valve some ancient, you know, some battery one-eye, what, 3V4 or something, you know. Oh, yes, so what, some valves will run on 22 volts or something. Quite good. Yeah, there were. Um, It'd be interesting to play around with them. Valves that ran on um, a low tension around about that for hearing aids yeah. and, and walkie-talkies and things. Yes, I'd like to play with some of them. They might be better than these solid-state things. Well, you never know, just like FETs. The, what's, the number 10 set's got a, some of those valves in it. Really? Um, yeah. But the ordinary 90-volt battery valve's pretty hopeless. You touch them and the filaments would just go for a smash. Yeah. Pity. I once went and bought a whole lot of uh, batteries for running valves off. These sort of square type batteries with lots of little screw down terminals on the top. Oh, yes. And you were meant to stack lots of them together and make hundreds of volts. How many I, volts did you get? Oh, well, in those days I didn't have anything to measure with it. I had this, this vague idea of, of making Jacob's ladder. Through with batteries. But, well, well, Markovich was young in those days. He still <coughs> is, but... Uh, hmm. But, but anyway, well, it was just one of my many little projects which naturally fell through. Now that you're old and mature... I and don't try those things anymore. Well, well, no. I'm still playing around, in fact, I'm trying to... If you, if you become very intelligent and very technical... How you'll, do you do that? You, you must tell me how you become... You have to get... You have to learn from the master of technical innovation. Well, you know who the master of technical innovation is. Well, well... Who's the man who can fix everything? He, he's never got a soldering iron out of his hand, and... Soldering iron out of his hand. Uh, this is all tongue-in-cheek, mind you. Well, I've got tongue-in-cheek. Yes, it's... It's very hard to talk <laughs> tongue-in-cheek. You'll, you'll win the, the Beck Award of Technical Innovation. What? <laughs> That now, that, that's the bogey prize. <laughs> but you've got to know the right way to stack all your equipment so it falls over when that's someone right. walks in the door. <laughs> yes, can't find anything any of the time. How to blow up and wreck equipment that people have learnt you. Oh. I just want the Beck to hear this on replay. Sli that's right. Slightly, yeah, slight, a slight hint for him, you see. Uh. Well, I don't know why he hasn't fixed the Kaiku there. Well, it might cost money, you see. Well, he's got to go and buy the thing and screw it in. Well, yeah. Yes, can you tell me exactly what you did, you see? I've get nice fire on that thing. I've made a tap going to the little Veractor diode in this 22S. Yeah. And apparently I have all sorts of bad impedance mismatching and things. Everything just sounds distorted. Well, with mine, i just got it going to the... See, mine is direct FM. Have you got yeah. a capacitor in there, Markovich? Yeah. Yeah, but it's going distort. does all sorts of horrible things. Well, you know, I just nicked it. It doesn't really matter what impedance, as long as you don't overdrive it or you have enough to drive it. Like it's it's isolated via for DC via capacitors, 
it just stuff things in until it goes for a stalk, then turn it down a bit. Mm. As long wow. as you've got a low, a low pedance feeding yeah. your, uh, your varactor. It should be, I just can't make it, I don't know. Just don't don't try to match it, it should just be a voltage source. If you're a cast engineer, you'd have to match it and get a perfect pedance match. That's right. Otherwise it won't work, it'll you blow up. Right. And you'll get electrocuted and... And you'll fail. <laughs> Talking about exams, the these, these technical exams, listen, listen to this. Here's another one. Let's buy an argument. November 57. Ooh, modern. Talking about, talking about DC couple amplifiers. It says, way back in September 1950, seven years ago, we started these columns with an outburst about direct coupling. This is just the heading, right? Yeah. Now, in 1950, it was direct coupling in audio amps. In 1957, of course, now we're up with it, it's direct coupling in video systems. Wow. Right, and strangely enough, we're temporarily on the same side of the fence. But let me tell you a sad, sad story. Oh. A, f a few weeks ago, a certain training establishment, which had best remain nameless... RMIT? It's probably. Or, or the, the telecoms um, technical school there in Turak. Monash University is more likely. <laughs> but that wasn't, that was a farm, then. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> set an examination question for the students which read something like this, quote, sketch the circuit of a video amplifier from detector to picture tube including compensating circuits and brightness control. Show the composite signal oscillographs you would see at the input and output. That was the question. Mm -hmm. Now, a number of students sailed right in and sketched our circuits um, from the RTVNH 17-inch receiver. Oh. That's back in the days when they used to make circuits of yeah, receivers, which was yes. quite good. Right? They haven't made any colour savers, have they? No, a bit plex, yeah, but still, yeah. we'll be taining. It was fresh in their minds because some of them at least were building the set. Did they get full marks? No. No, sir, they did not. They were docked because they showed an AC coupled video amplifier without DC restoration. That's silly. He's got... Now, come, come, Mr Examiner. What possible grounds could you have for adopting such an attitude? I fear you might have great difficulty in justifying it. <laughs> Can it, can it be that you believe AC coupling to be an impractical scheme? <laughs> One that won't work? <laughs> well, it'll work, but... I can assure you that it works very well indeed in our 70 inch uh, seat. <laughs> that's right. AC coupling is pretty house. Though, it is it? pretty house. It is. It's you turn up the brightness and just goes for a... Like they had a limiter in a video mm. <laughs> line. The point was, though, the question didn't say anything about whether it should be AC or it DC. It just said a video circuit. Just yeah. said a video circuit. Yeah, with DC they, restoration. They all lost marks because they... Mr Williams, poor Mr Williams. Mr Williams probably got... All these planes Rocks in his window. <laughs> all these failed <laughs> telecom nitions or PMG nitions were going for a spew. Yeah. They didn't pass a Silver's exam. Oh, here's what we've been looking for. Ooh. Here's your answer, Tom. Answer? That was hilarious. So castic. Yes. <laughs> Question. Would a licence be required for a small, low-powered, one-valve Morse code transmitter no. capable of transmitting <laughs> on the 1.8 megacycle, <laughs> 3.5 megacycle and 7 megacycle band? I would like to use it to talk to my mate down the street. <laughs> um, answer. The chain of events would go something like this. We would publish a simple and inexpensive little meter. <laughs> you would worry the life out of your mum and dad until you managed to buy all the parts. <laughs> I've got a picture of a guy sitting here with a ball chained <laughs> in jail. About a two-year-old looking through yeah, the jail wall. Yeah, that's great in your head. <laughs> Maybe you would get by with a few substitute bits and pieces from an old set and use the coils instead of the ones we'd specify. That's right. Who knows where it comes yeah. in. 
Then you'd go on the air, and with a bit of luck, your mate down the road would hear you. But so would a lot of other people in the district. On their televisions. <laughs> at first they might be amused and tolerant, but after that they would get so mad at the chatter, <laughs> the whistles, the buzzers, that someone would write to the authorities. <gasps> the Silvers man. <laughs> Sooner or later the Silvers would come with a direction-finding outfit. <laughs> And ultimately, they would knock on your door. There would be a court case, a fine, and a lot of nasty goings-on, which would take all the fun out of radio for a long time to come. And we're not kidding either, Tom. It's happened several times. There's only one way you can legally operate your own emitters, and that's to get your AOCP certificate, better known as your ham ticket, and set up your own emitters. And then you can do bad things. <laughs> yes, <laughs> legally. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Don't you just fear with everybody? It doesn't matter. That's right. A license to fear. That's right. Here's a, a good, here's a good one. That's hilarious, that though, isn't it? Would you please explain why a six volt battery has so much less power than a six volt accumulator? <laughs> uh, yeah. The apparent difference seems to contradict Holmes' law, which says that the current is proportional only to the voltage in the system. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... We agree with you, Tom. <laughs> there is an apparent contradiction in the statement of the law. I suppose it goes on to internal... Yeah, it does. Yeah. 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 Bad resistance. That's right. Which basically means... Well, it's not a pure voltage your current source, is it? No, you accidentally short your kneecaps and they go, ZOT! Here's one last one. Yes. Please do good. not laugh at me. To the branch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we need the lo Q Long's laugh. Yes. Please do not laugh at me, but is there such a thing as a sausage tenors? <laughs> like a beer can tenors, or a... <laughs> We assure you, Tom, we have no cause to laugh at you. It's spelled L-A-U-G-H-T. <laughs> no cause to laugh at you. <laughs> For humorous as the term may seem, <laughs> sausage it actually is an aerial and is synonymous to the cage tenors. This type of tenors is characterised by high zappidance and low resistance. It consists of a number of lower conductors spaced in cylindrical fashion and supported by hoops. Elaborate tenors like this were fairly common in the late 20s. They radiate equally poorly in all directions. But experience showing, such as they fell down all the time, the <laughs> advantage they had was so slight that the, the application was not justified. Yeah. Oh, well. Just interesting to that one about the little kid doing emitted is funny. That's they ought to have a, a Tom section now. Yeah. Oh, look, a modern Seavers. <laughs> There was something in one of the other ones where they had this this, this complete outside broadcast TV emitting thing built into a Cadillac. Yeah. They had this giant thing that looked like about a 28-inch Seavers sitting on one side of the car <laughs> with Dolby's poking out of it. <laughs> oh, look, that's the old guy who went for... Yeah, yeah, John Moyle. Moyle. They have a field day for him, don't they? Yeah, he was good. You used to have photographs of him stuck all over your shack, I remember, didn't you? Did I? Yeah. Oh, there's one on the door of the um, that cupboard out there, I think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, look, look, kids with mitters. I've been wondering, you know, that the J mitters... It's amazing they haven't got more popular. Well, look, it, they advertise it as a 5-watt mitters. Yeah, even though it's about a 0.05-watt mitters. That's right. I mean, they tell you in the instructions, 0.3-watt maximum. Yeah. They advertise it as 5-watt. I've got the little instructions here, actually. The last thing they say on it is a transmitting licence is necessary when using the HF65 as a transmitter. <laughs> The trouble with those HS, HF65s, they are super unstable. They just drift a lot. Unless you have a good AFC, it just goes for a drift. That's right, you have to keep tuning. Yeah. Mm. 
Is that the Josty? Yeah. Yeah, it's so simple. Where did it get the name Josty from? That's the people who make it, Josty. Yeah. Where did they say somewhere? I think on the car they say a PMG licence is required. Old Neville Williams has certainly been around for a while. I bet he's a storehouse of information. It's incredible. Like they, they send him stuff to do with some subtlety of physics where he's put his foot in it, yeah. talking about beta particles or something. Yeah. He just comes straight back and... Oh, yeah. but he... I mean, that's the way it seems. He must... Oh, obviously, he'd go and... Go, yeah, go obviously. I think he should have a talkback show that on 160. Telling. People mm. would ring up and ask him questions, yes. technical questions. But he'd probably be going... Oh, 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 I'll, I'll write back in a month. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And he'd have little dictionaries and And he'd be playing devotional recordings between the calls. While he looks things up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Look, yes. he's probably just a fictitious character anyway. It's just a committee which keeps changing. Yes. They just have this this identity kit. And they said, oh, well, look, that, that picture will make him the Will, Williams. He'll look straighter than that. And more intelligent, so give him glasses. Yeah, make him look uh, a super straight, intelligent, conservative right. man. They have the, the Neville Williams office or something. <laughs> They just, they have these, all these books. Oh, look, you can join. Oh, join the ABC. Oh. oh senior technicians. Join now. £1,071 to £1,131 per annum. If you're, if you're overweight, well, just get chucked out. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, join the ABC and see the world. Well, oh, look at this. Business. Melbourne's new audio centre opened at 783 Huntley Road, Huntley. Wow. Phone UL1038. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Hang on. Beer bulge. Uh, I'm just trying to think what it's called. It's sponsored by the Victorian Tally Service. <coughs> Gee, it couldn't have lasted long. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. I've had a few old... That yeah. was back in the days when John Moyle used to do the uh, the chord views. Oh, yeah. And look at these microphones. It's so modern looking, aren't they? Yes. Get your AWA Reslo, <coughs> AWA Ronit microphone. <laughs> It is a laugh looking at old things, but, but really it makes you realise in ten years all how things change. Yeah. Now People laugh. It's going to be archaic. Yes. It just, it's, it's unimaginable. Well, I mean, even even out. some of these X bands that are four years old, you feel embarrassed about playing. You them. do because yeah. the like technical that, that one things. Yeah. I was playing playing one with Matt. Yeah. That's that one about being in Shepparton. I just went past Shepparton. Is that why the tenants are all glowing red <laughs> <Yes>. hot? <laughs> That's the one. And all the lights all around were dim. That was good, actually. It's ringing the ABC. Uh, uh, it's, it's funny how they're always fairly rude to people in the back of the thing in the answers to comments. Yes, that's right. Very short with them. As if, look, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you might as well just go and give up and... <coughs> yeah. Oh, here's a Chris Long of, of some place submitted an article on the construction of wooden gramophone needles. <laughs> 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 which he claims to have several advantages over other types. <laughs> They're easy to make. They cost nothing. He's now in the funny farm with the, the Oracle man. Many thanks yes. for your letter, CL, and the details you supply. This subject was dealt with quite extensively in the magazine some years ago, and the relative merits of various types of needles were discussed. What about wooden needles? Modern microgroove records wouldn't particularly like wooden needles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, right. A fire hazard like red rattles. <laughs> Yeah. If they got stuck in the groove, they'd burn. That's yeah. right, there was smoke coming up off the record. <laughs> they'd catch on fire and sort of burn up your, your toenarms. <laughs> Particularly those plastic ornate toenarm juice, they just go for a melt. Yeah, that's right. 
You I burned Actually, how do records burn? I've never burnt a record. I don't think I have either. I've melted quite a few, but... I've seen one go for a total melt. <laughs> you loop them in the back of a car. Yes. <laughs> you I leave... put a few in hot water and made flowers out of them. <laughs> like I did... The long lent me all these historical cords. Yeah. And I, they, they were left in the car and went for oh, melt. No. You see... They're all these hop harrigans. Oh, really? <laughs> Big ones. Yeah. Here's another intelligent, here's another, a really intelligent one, this one. Um, SP of Warramoo, New South okay. Wales, <laughs> has connected a Phillips disc jockey to a portable set, <laughs> which was provided with a pair of towels. <laughs> and he's got a Phillips disc jockey. <laughs> SP is surprised to find that the volume with the new pickup is barely audible. <laughs> while, using the new, while using an old style mag pickup, there was plenty of sound output. He asks our advice on how to increase the vols. Mm. You have not indicated as to where and how you have adapted the pickup terminal what? on the portable on the difference. Secondly, the output of the crystal pickup may be much less. Oh, that's, that's pretty boring. Maybe the disc jockey wanted extra wages and went on strike. Yeah. Quite possibly. Yeah, it's about the size of it for that one. Did you watch the last omission scenario? No. What was it like? Well, it was quite good. It was set in the funny farm. Was now, he sent to the funny farm? He, well, he set himself to the funny farm. I don't know how he went there. Last, um, I saw last week was most taining when he went mad on air. That's right, and they left him on, but well, we don't know about that. And I, I caught, I had this week's courting as I was driving down. Really? Well, so I'll see it when I get back. No, I'll wait till I get back. I hope that's the tape hasn't gone for a wrap around the head and smashed a thousand dollars worth of head. <laughs> God, that's what I was worried about. Is it a cartridge or a tape? Yeah, cartridge. Oh, that's what if it breaks? I well, look, the, the spots are thirty dollars each. They should be made well I enough not to wreck. So. I mean, it's supposed to be foolproof for any fool to work. Yeah, but, well, well... Did you see last week's when they went, the Nishans came around t to pull the plug out in the switch room? And he's looking at the distortions analyzer. <laughs> I mean, it's really sort of one volt RMS. Because I did slow downs and stops and that to have a look. That'd be so good And he was plugging things in out of the headphone monitor jack to pull the oracle <laughs> off air. <laughs> and you were going back with some thoughts. <laughs> and he, he was switching the range switch on the noise and distortion meter. Yeah. What for? I don't know. <laughs> I took a few photos tonight off the visions. Was there anything on air in there? On yeah, there was a bit. Yeah. But I won't sort of give it away or anything. So, um, yeah. that's not me giving feed, is it? No. no. Um, so the oracle really went round the bend, did he? He went. Sorry, that's not a regular That's better. Yeah. And, um, well, he, yeah, he I won't tell you what happened. He didn't Yeah, yes. Pressure Very typical, sort of, as a bit like uh, the mouse, really. Mm. I recorded the um, the characters portrayed, blah blah. I took a photo of that. Oh, yes. I thought that was a laugh. Photos? Yeah, I just take photos of the vision. Sort of thing. Really? Yeah, it doesn't matter anyway. The point was we had some fun, sort of trying to work out what happened. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole laugh of it, anyway. Yeah. I wonder if I can find the shut up. I've got it here somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, I was going to do eight mil dubs of him saying shut up. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got a tape. I've just got so many idiot tapes. <clears throat> I tried doing dubs on the buyer, actually. Yeah. Video dubs. I told you about that, didn't I? Well, I've heard it mentioned somewhere yeah. and you couldn't see anything. No, you can see it. Really? It's just that the Spot. definition is very lacking. I would and you need so. great imagination to make it. That's right, yes. <laughs> Did you just put it through the standard equaliser and everything? I just shoved. Video out into the bridge in front of the buyer, made the buyer caught on fast forward. What a laugh. 
It's still only going to 20k because of the amps. If you fit it straight into the head, you might have got something. Yeah. Well, this way, when you play it back on fast forward for about half a second while everything's in sync on a test pattern, you do see a vague round spot on the screen going through a shimmer. Really? It does work, basically, yeah. Oh, that's incredible. And even at 15, you get enough to sort of lock the thing in, but you don't get any, any visions. Well, I wonder what would happen if you just corded it at 7.5 on a cord as it goes to 25k. You'd probably get... You'd probably get the same effect. Yeah, you'd probably get, like, as good as a long 30-line TV system. Yeah. One or two lines of definition. Because you get your sync pulses. Yeah. If they come through. You only need to go up to, what, 16k for that. Yeah. Why not try it? Yeah. So it'd, it'd, trigger the, it'd trigger the sweeps off quite, quite well. Yeah. You could square them up on playback. Yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting to have tried it, but, well... well. What a laugh. I also tried recording RF, too, directly onto the quarters. Oh, yes, I was wondering about that. Yeah. The broadcast band. Yeah. Mm. What happened there? You do, it does work, but mm. there's superference from the switching yeah, of the heads. Yeah, type thing. Well, oh, this is on your um, video quarters, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the sweeps, of course, just go for a wreck. You sort of get funny carriers and things. You can tune around and... Yeah, you can, but only the super strong stations can be corded because there's so much noise and rubbish on the yeah. tape. Yeah, because they rely on the head switching. Well, mm. did you read in, in whatever it is, EA, there's some uh, fixed head recorder now, really? which uh, has one band of tape, one big loop of tape, yes. that spins around super fast. Now, theoretically, you could do it with that sort of system, because it isn't wide True, true. What do they do? Go across the tape? I think it must sort of move down and make a big... Of spiral right down the yeah, instead of the head moving fast, the tape moves fast. That's right. It's a bit impractical, really, isn't it? It seems so. I think so. Oh, no, that should work. Cause well, something must be wiping the tape you'd off. You'd zip, through, <laughs> you'd zip through in about three minutes and they could switch to another yeah. track. Yeah, well, that's what the kit does. Yeah, it's yeah. sort of well, just a, a very movie. slow helical, I suppose. Well, that would be good because then you could record RF and well, that's yeah. right. missions. It'd be continuous. Yeah, continuous missions. Up to however many megs it is. Yeah. yeah. Really interesting. Yeah. It certainly, it'd be good to do just to sort of stash away. You just record every year, record parts of the cast band at That's New right. Year's Eve. Yeah. See, Beck's been doing that sort of thing, just recording. Well, he used to record music, and he says he listens back, but now he just records announcements. Yeah. That sort of thing's really good to listen back to. You can listen back to them later and hear this young Beck going, you know, well, 3MP yeah. committed to caring. I've made a few recordings of Beck just for that. It was rather hilarious the other night, listening to the back in one sievers doing cross bands and the other sievers stuffing yeah. up chords and things. <laughs> when there was chords getting changed, they, he wasn't coming out of the cross bands. Yeah, right. yeah. But this is 1973, he wasn't, well... Yeah, he's not there yet. No. Oh, that's right. We're still talking well, about Neville Williams. One day, perhaps one day when... Uh, He'll climb out of his cupboard, rip off branch cupboard, and yeah. might get a, a job doing missions. His little phone <laughs> Yes, that's right, direct link to wherever it is. I forget what that says. Yeah. Of course, Beck's room is, is quite clean now. What happened to it? No, I mean, no. Oh, yes, because he hasn't got much equipment. That's right. Well, Just that, that little sievers he bought from the cock. You can see he's going to buy a range of sievers. What, what's happened eye. to all his equipment? No, in 1973, he hasn't oh, got many equipment. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think he wants it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Money the branch just had a time warp. Yes, that's right. I switched tracks. That's it. <laughs> Down the hill. Yeah. Mm. You are a good one for seeing the future, though. It is fusing listening to these old replays. <coughs> you don't know where you are. I know. I mean, I and have to admit that I'm a replay. And you don't really realise 
how things have changed either. Mm. Like different people are doing different things and talking about different things and different politics. And In fact, it's quite annoying listening for the first half hour and you can't work out what era it's from. That's so right, yes. Yeah. Sometimes you don't Get your, your brain in sync. Yeah. Lock in You've got to wait for crucial comments to be dropped. That's right. That's right, and yeah, so I must admit when, when certain things come on, I'm never sure I have to come and listen on too, just to check. <laughs> just to see if it's live. <laughs> and, well, if you listen, you, you do hear things like politics and, and who's yeah. doing what, and you go, ah, rado. Ah. And you sit back and relaxedly listen. Yeah. You know, it's, you're not missing out on the live fun, it's a real corner. Well, that's right. Mm. We'll have to think of some um, some decent OBs to do for the Christmas holidays. Mm. Apart from going into the old park. Look, I unfortunately, I heard that the the rotor has been removed. Why? Oh, dear. I don't know. I've, look, I've had a long-standing desire to interview someone on the rotor. Why? While it's spewing. Well, partly that. I've I've always wanted to do it on film. Have the camera person locked against one wall and the, per the, and the person you're interviewing and me <laughs> on the other wall and you sort of pull the microphone off the wall and then go bash onto their chest and get ask them questions and things I have seen people <coughs> uh, in the rotor while on TV like they've obviously taken the camera down there oh have you oh, yeah it looks quite taining it actually all it looks like is somebody across the room stuck, stuck to a wall because yeah. there's no actual movement of course that would be yeah. the taining thing about it yeah yeah but I'd love to we could do it on an OB or something yeah. I'd like to do a good ductions and have... You want to make a super well-designed um, duction FM cast mitters for OBs? Mm. Yeah, we'll have to get our... Um, About super stable 10-watt mitters. The two-meter two yeah. rig will have to have a proper audio patch. Your yeah. Kaikudu would be ideal. Well, actually, yeah, if the back ever fixes it, which he won't. Well, yeah. Or we can fix it. Yeah, if that gets fixed, that could be used. Mm. <laughs> oh, but the other way it doesn't quite work. Why the tape back? We <laughs> Yeah. Getting a bit much now. <laughs> oh, this is no, 1973. He is, I mean, he is quite good. He does lean stuff. He does. Um, like well, uh, uh, some mm. of his prized possessions. Actually, I still had the big two cords. I, I melted two of his cords. <laughs> How did he melt his cords? A spike, a spike Jones. A, um, actually, they're quite valuable cords. A Spike Jones and a, <coughs> the one of the typewriter. Right? Oh, Do you melt that? that? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what happened? Do you I, leave it at the I, stove? I borrowed it for the missions to do on Law Light. I had the, the, oh, the yeah. red tenors. Oh, yeah. And um, I had it all sitting. They're all sitting there with my cords. Yeah. Two of mine got melted too, but still. And um, this is back in summer. And it was on the panel and the panel got hot. No, it was just in the car. Oh. <laughs> I was just listening to the, the Tasmanian Devils and typewriter missions today, actually. How did you get a copy of Manian Devils? Well, actually, Stu, remember you gave me that tape of yours? Me? Yeah. Did I? Huh. To give to Beck. Oh, yeah. Which, well, he keeps coming around here, and I've just been playing it on my wrecked M8. And uh, so he never takes it away. Anyway, I did a dub of it. Oh, an M8. It's What's really an M8? It'd be after Kai, the M7. Kai quarters. I guess it would be. Uh, well, Roald oh, got himself yeah. an M7 a few weeks ago. Really? Is that good? Well, the heads are wrecked. They yeah. need refacing, but... They're quite a, a reasonable... Mine's wrecked. It won't record. Well, it's probably the same thing. The head's probably wrecked. Or, or you it mean... It won't erase either. It won't uh, record at all. Looks like the bias oscillator. Oh, it's sort of... Yeah, it could be bias oscillator. I'm going to have to pull it apart to see if there's any dead-looking valves. Send it to the back. He'll fix it. He'll sort of have any conscience and try and improve the missions. Why are we going for a crackle? What's going on? Well, he'll play um, all his tapes on, on there. All his tapes we haven't heard very often. 
What was that going for crackle? Is that me? Dunno. It doesn't sound like RF noise, it almost sounds like an audio stage tuttling. Yeah. I think he'd be quite qualified, he's got the technical capacity mm. and the I skill has, yeah. in building emitters. Yeah, this, this is perfectly true. And uh, Can I get on low power? Hang on. You see what happens if you do. Hello, no His mission. That's interesting, because you're caught. When were we talking about that? That was... Oh, that Two nights ago. Yeah. After the booty missions. That's right. Just seems like a dream now. Mm. It was hopefully a bad dream that hasn't been courted. Well, it has. Oh no. Oh no. What a pity. I've certainly knocked, knocked two. Well, knocked plenty of people you have, tonight. You've, you've had a good <coughs> session tonight. And Anybody um, listening who has knocked, just don't take notice because I just knocked. Please, it's just my. He doesn't really mean what he says. No, okay. I just say what I mean. What do you mean? What I say? The men are going to come and take him away pretty soon. Actually, I was listening to one of the, well, I think it was the third crossbeam between the stew and the beck since the stew's been at Griffith. Yeah. Oh, yes. I was listening to it this afternoon and, well, I just couldn't make it. There's all these references to the telegram man oh, and the little man, the man who's not very big and <laughs> all that sort of thing. I just, you, you just don't know what's going on. When was this? That was um, back in about March or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's the nullities up there that really haven't been exposed much down here, you mm, see. That's right. Yeah. New nullities, new names. But it's still fun to listen to, I suppose. Oh, vaguely, yeah. Well, just hearing all these silly names is quite good. It is good to get back and be able to speak silly with people, you see. Yeah. It is good to have, to, to have some silly talk going on. You can't really do that with normal people. That was right. It was quite taining last night. Or No, was it two nights ago? Yes. Listening to the reaction of all these Gs when they came across it. Yes. Yes, Markovic? I don't smoke, I'm just lighting matches. Oh, fair <laughs> he, just likes, he just likes to make it sound like... <laughs> You're just for testing presses. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's right. Sort of test, test noise number 543A or something. Lighting you should, a match. You'll have to, build, you'll have to finish building up that sound effects generator. Yes. I will. Yeah, I just have to buy lots of pots for it, really. Yeah, it'd be excellent for uh, testing <laughs> limiters. You can imagine... Um, do all space war game, uh, no noises and things. Sorry. A limiter factory, and there's just a whole box full of... Imp- burnt matches, you just yeah. go and test the limbs with the matches. No, that's no good, the limited bird. <laughs> you put a little... Nah. for a bird. Yeah. And I'll just duck outside and re- give yeah. everything a proper tune. This is the first time I've done a live missions from the branch. You know, it's over a year, well over a year. Yeah. It's good to hear it fire. How long have you been doing, uh, listens, uh... Oh, how, yes, how long? Well, well... I've I... asked you this question before, but I, my memory's tuttled. I have listened years ago, but you couldn't, make, I couldn't it. make it, and also I didn't know to listen in the middle of the night. Yeah. I can remember, see I've got a little, you're just filing your nails in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, my teeth. I, you're filing your plywood teeth. Um, I've got a little Panasonic 8, and I looked up in the encyclopedias about amateur radio, and, uh, and I saw that there was an amateur band on the top of the medium wave band. Oh, yes. So I found the local oscillator in my Panasonic A. Did tweaks. Did tweaks. And, well, I listened a few times, never heard anything apart from a bit of CW. Couldn't make yeah. it out, of course. One morning, I got up, and I heard what I thought were goon show spots. Oh, yeah. Or something. And couldn't make it. I thought it was entertaining and ran around the house because it was bash strength here. Yes. But it couldn't make of it, and Fish just sort of looked at me and said, must be cross-mod effect, I think. They just, they just thought the seat was a wreck or something. Yeah. So, 
that was about it until until really the beginning of last year. Really, well, you've certainly progressed quite a bit. You almost got your your um, your, your proficiency uh, degree in missions, haven't you? At such what a short time. <laughs> yeah, you know that's that's the supreme. Oh, Actually, the denigram is sort of not a denigram. It's sort of like a. Um, <clears throat> Because you don't get any grams now, he's in a different department. I wonder who, what grams you get. Probably uh, programmed, I don't really know, program. He hasn't taken it through. He must be working, saving up for it. But, yes, well, anyway, so I really, I sort of turned up at Nash last year and met all the nullities and, and people like the Q lent me lots of tapes and said, you must listen to all these. How Which much, what do you think the market is for people who might be tamed by crossbands. Well, fairly minor proportion of the society, really. I think. I'm afraid so. Like about 0 0.010 to the minus 60 percent. Oh, not quite, but I think they've sort of got to be sort of dedicated idiots. Dedicated uh, idiots, yeah. Because it takes so long to learn it. Unless, yeah, you've either got to pers persevere with it and listen for ages and sort of pick things up so you work out what's going on. Or you've got to meet the nullities. Yeah. And so you find out what's going on that way. Of course, a lot of people who just never take, like, they might know some of the nullities well, but they just don't really th consider doing missions particularly good fun. I just like missions for the fun of missions. Mm. I just think it's magic, in a way. I used to, I used to. Yeah, it's sort of, I mean, things like, I, I turn on my little J meters, or I've made a few on yeah. six meters and things. And um, just the idea this one transistor can do missions around the place. Hello. There are other missions going on. Anyway, it's magic and it's so fun to play with. Could you identify yourself, please? Uh, uh, this is VK Eccles. Working crossband. Is it is it the cumes? Hey. Hello. Hello. What's going on? Ah, we're listening on Kerr missions, are we? Hang on, I think my my pips are coming up. Strange. What's very strange things coming to this telephonic device. Oh, I see, you got a ting. Bad tings are going on. Hello? There's somebody, there's something very strange here. <laughs> on the ting machine? I don't know if it should actually, it might be a bit, a bit bad. Bad things could happen. <laughs> Roll it or put on a tape last night, which had. George it's not the only one we know, I don't think. Pardon? It's silly missions. We'll find that, anyway. Yes. <laughs> Won't that disconnect the phone? Not for 90 seconds. Ah, that's right. And it was of, of you, Dave, getting continuous tings one night. What was this? The Rollador played a tape last night. Oh, yeah, and I heard that, yes. Uh, I hope... Well, let's... Well... Whoever was responsible at the time. Yes. <laughs> We're going to have patches. Righto. Now, what do you do? Do you actually disconnect the phone, or do you use a, 
600 ohm load. Oh, I've got a little uh, acoustic, I mean, magnetic um, oh, one of those. device here. Oh, that's fine. So we'll just do patches. Mm-hmm. Are they still there? I don't know, hang on. Which, which channel's um, patch on? Patch will be on channel uh, whatever it is, the spare one. How many channels have you got? Oh, the mixer's only got three. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> talking about another type of channel here. Um, oh. oh, that's already patched. That's all oh. right. We'll just put it straight in. Oh, oh it's already in. Right, now what have we got here? Until we listen to the line. <coughs> it's gone dead. Nothing there. Oh, now we're on the wrong channel. Ah. Please be patient, whoever's doing silly missions. Yes. The switch room is its, its usual state. Whoops. Oh. Right, let's try that. We really do want to listen to this. Hello there. Well, just had band noise. Hey. <laughs> they might try again. Please <coughs> try again. Not. Right. A number you have dialed. Will it still give tings with that nectar through? Yeah. Oh, because it's passively yeah. coupled. Uh. Transform just goes for a jump. Yes. <laughs> 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 you mega volt there, let's transform. Can here it go. It's going to run over to 20k or something. <laughs> and the volts get stepped up by 10. <laughs> <laughs> zap, zap. You see the first valve of the mixer, the zap, zap. <laughs> you know when somebody's ringing, when you see all these bolts of them there, with ring, the yes. Well, well, we can take our next call now, thank you. <laughs> take your next call. Hello, you're next. Dial now. We're not going to give the phone number out. <laughs> not many people know it. <laughs> We've, we have tended to have become a little bit intelligent since yes. the days of tizing our numbers. Yes. That's right, yes. I was wondered about that. Try mm. to keep things in the dark. I'd keep them in the dark as much as possible. That's right. I'll just look the number up. <laughs> <laughs> where, I, where don't know. I don't know if I've got it. Gee, that heater, I think that heater can go off, it's like summer. Yeah, well about? I like summer, don't you? I wish you'd come again. Five, seven, eight. Three, seven. No. Um, no, I don't think I have got branch number. That's lucky. No. Um, it was summer, a yes, well it's been such house weather lately. Oh, I love the summer. <coughs> like. I didn't like the heat when it was high head heat, but I think it's better preferable to this cool. It's so bad, you're wandering around, it's just completely drab and oh. depressing, and you wake up and it's raining and you just That's feel right. like just lying there. Um, if I get, I might be able to get a big job being nullity somewhere hot. How hot? I thought it was hot up in g -Land. It's only hot for part of the year, but somewhere where it's hot. You want hot and not humid. Yeah, that are hard to find, hot all year and not humid. Yeah, that's right. Humidity is such a factor. <coughs> if I lived in a hot, humid place, I'd have to buy a proper dishner. Oh, definitely. Otherwise, you'd just go for a wreck. That's sort of first priority, I think. So yeah. that you can escape somewhere if you want. Yeah, even if it costs money to run and buy. That's but you right. Need, you've you just have to have death, it. But at least you'll be cool. Yeah. <laughs> and comfortable. Yeah. But so that Although, means you get used to it. You do, but you still need to sleep at night. <coughs> yes, that's right. Well, I lived in, in New Guinea for sort of three weeks. Really? At one stage. And with no auditioning when lived in a village type thing. It would have been hell. It was for about the first week and a half. And I was just wrecked. And I was constantly wrecked. Yeah. Because I couldn't sleep and mosquitoes buzzing around. And we well, sleep under nets, but they still get in. Yeah, they and get into the net. 
but you sort of get used to it. And then after the third week, I went to come back and, and certain New Guinea Airways and New Guinea yeah. mucked up bookings. And New Guinea. That's right. So they put me in a put me up in a super luxe hotel for the night. Yeah. And I, they took me in a bus and they took me to the foyer and the doors opened and this blast of freezing cold air hit me. I sort of went in and froze and gradually got used to it. Yeah. And I just you just adjust to the heat and humidity. Well, I really love the super hot, the dry days. You just go out, you get a it's super... so good. You go for super brown. That's right, and you, you can feel it sort of absorbing. You feel like a heat. toast in a toaster. That's right. And you just absorb this beautiful heat. Yeah, well, And you can go and suck lots like of that. drinks without going for a... Uh, full. Actually, we went up to Alice Springs once, and, it, and the heat up there yeah. is very dry. Yeah, yeah. And it is really beautiful. It is. Like yeah. we just walked along this oh. long road for miles yeah. and miles. I love it in the desert, and you just yeah. Toast. The sun is just sort of beating down. It was yeah. about 115 so degrees. That's it just quite pleasant. And your digital watch goes all black. Yes, <laughs> but it was pleasant because you could. I mean, the sweat sort of cooled you down because yeah. it wasn't right, humid. That's right. a slight breeze or something. Yeah, <clears throat> those sort of heat places are good. I wouldn't mind working in Alice Springs, actually, but there's not much mm. up there. Yeah, and it's so incredible. You sort of look at the temperature and it's 120 you know, yeah. or something, and you go, well, gosh, it doesn't feel like that. It's like that in Melbourne, you go for a, for a dead. Yeah. Because it's so humid. Yeah, you yeah. can't. The sweat just sits on you and you... That's right, and you, you go to low intelligence mode. Yes. Darwin must be a hell of a place to live. Like all those people mm. in, in VK4. Low intelligence Yeah, Because yeah. of the heat, they just can't think straight. Well, it's an interesting effect, isn't it, that people in sort of tropical areas... Yeah, well, it's, to it's definitely been shown that very few, um, mm. you know... The cooler climate seems to promote... Oh, activity. Yeah, intellectual activity. They have to be activity. intelligent so they can make heating equipment and things <laughs> to shelter. Yeah. Whereas in hot places, they just sort of roam around in the jungle. Yeah. Let's do what? Like it's row around in the jungle like in VK4. Oh, yeah. Arresting people for going on a march to do their shopping. That's right. Yes. <laughs> they bungle in the jungle. <laughs> people write songs about Bungle them. in the concrete jungle. That's right. Clean up, Joe. <laughs> 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 uh. Well, yes. Keeps Let's not get lithical. <laughs> yeah. Well, incidentally, if anyone wants to buy any tape, we've got a new brand of tape available now. Yeah. Yes, super Ampex. Red tape. Um, no, it's Ampex. Oh, yes. The 642. This is the branch tape uh, tape sales retail yes. department. Yeah, I hear in business, it seems. It's halfway between the standard picks and the uh, mastering tape. Oh. Oh, it's very good stuff. You recommend it? Yes. Of course I, I recommend it. I'm trying to sell it. <laughs> you make a good salesman. Would I? No, I think you make a lousy <laughs> salesman. Uh, I'm going to put some of the tea paste anyway. Yeah. But at least their, their rates are rather cheap, aren't they? Yes. Why don't you get spots on commercial radio to sell your tape? I don't, you don't need to. You just put it in the tea paste mm. and get it goes fairly quickly. You have superduction things. Is your tape letting you down? Yeah, I have yeah, superduction yeah, echo. Down, 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 down. down, down. Yeah. Buy branch tape today. Super discount. Various varieties at your branch supermarket. With a frequency response from 3 hertz to 50 kilohertz. <laughs> Are you getting noise in your recording? In the background. <laughs> That's hilarious. That, that advertisement they have. <clears throat> Remember that one they had for the cassettes? Yes. Yeah. This is the original. <laughs> and here is the same performance replayed on a Scotch 3M something or other cassette. 
Yeah. Have yeah. you seen those ridiculous ads in yeah. the paper where they have this simulated picture of a vision screen? Yeah. On one side it's all murky newsprint, on the other side it's slightly less murky newsprint. And it's supposed and to be a better screen. Just, yeah. just prove that some visions was better than other vision. It's not new rank thing. Yeah. Is it's it? rank. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently they're going to do TV commercials of that as well. I've seen one. And that does, that but that's ridiculous. Print. I mean, you're looking at it through an ordinary receivers anyhow. Well, I know it's got simulated, stimulated demonstration across across the top of the screen. Yeah. The whole thing. All I do is put put an opaque glass behind, of you know, in front of the competitions. But apparently they have got a screen which is half and half that they've made. Yes. They've actually well, constructed it that it's half yeah. the old system I mean, and half the new. But when you see it on the normal the TV series, oh, yes, it's not going to mean much. No. It's like I mean, a set tape on AM radio. Yeah. The tising pretends to prove something, but it doesn't. They yeah. just show you a murky picture and say, "Well, this is what you're getting." Mm. But if you're already getting murky, you wouldn't notice it, would you? That's right. And pe most people haven't adjusted so badly. Yeah. Look, yes, we were talking about Beck and I were talking about lack of discrimination in viewers this afternoon because, well, you see, I pulled apart our little portable AWA visions. Oh, yes. To put the AWF in it. Yes. And I pulled off the, the tuner shield and couldn't get it on properly because I didn't have the thing out of its plastic box. Yes. Evidently, it's... I sort of put it back as well as I could. Evidently, it's fallen off now that it's been in use for a while. Yes. And we're getting all herringbone on the visions. Oh, yes. It's really bad. Yes. Oh, yes. But no well, thank you for your call. Now I'll take a thanks to call. Perhaps you should, well, well, throw out the visions and well... Yeah, you're talking about the bones you got. Feeding well, your dog bones. Herring, right. bones from herrings. We get fish bones and, well, the fish... No one notices. I'm sitting there going, God, it's true, that's awful. I must pull it apart sometime and fix it. Yeah. But no one's done plaints. No but one knows. Things are not worth fixing these days. That's right. I might like as well Like Anna's little alarm... She's got one of these alarm radios with a little... Yeah. The, um, the timer thing comes down a little flaps. Yes, the, the flap flaps. Oh, yeah. And the other day the flaps stopped flapping. <laughs> <laughs> the thing still makes noises, but it yeah. doesn't. At the right time of day? It doesn't go for a flap and the yeah. buzzer doesn't go off. I mean, what, what do you do? What's the function of it? It's an alarm radio. Oh, just a radio. But what do you do? You take along to a radio shop. The thing costs about $23. It'll cost $20 yeah. at least to it, even look at it. It's $20 good. to put it on the counter. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Deaf receivers, a flippity flop clock. The only trouble with these things being super cheap. The mm. maintenance is rather... Mm. Thing, yeah. Unless you know somebody who can fix it for you for nothing. What we so need is, is Japanese maintenance as well. We need a little, little nippons here yes. to go and fix things. That's right, all millions of them in a little room. They can put their little nippon fingers down the nippon in works with this nippon equipment. Now look. Yes. <laughs> Do nippon fixes. Say, oh yes, thank you very much, sir. And they bow to you. Many and thanks. Many thanks. That's Many thanks, sir. Or whatever. Yes. Pick up Singapore dollar. Yes. Singapore. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Some of my my best friends are Japanese. Yes. Oh. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, they should have Nippon fix fix it men. Mm. Actually, a lot of these Nippon stuff, say Nippon sievers, are, are less plex than the old ancient echo valve sievers. With all. Mm, There's less valves. Few transistors. In my EEI sievers here with sort of three transistors in it. VHF. It is the way to make money, though, doing servicing. But well, I mean, the fact that you've got to pay twenty dollars to just leave it there. But what do people get serviced these days? Really, most equipment is pretty reliable, and mm. apart from colour sievers, that's about the only thing people and other things people just throw are, out are being modularised anyway. Yeah, you just uh, pull out boards, which is really, I mean, that's sensible. They do pewters like that. Yeah, people will just throw out resistor sievers, you know, yeah. radio sievers.
Yeah. I suppose if even a hundred dollars, even if it's worked for a couple of years and breaks down, they just throw it out mm. because there's all new ones being tied. Yeah. Yes, they yeah. keep making I improvements in inverted commas. Yeah. Well, yeah. things like digital readout and base and treble right. control. And They'll be so good. Little those little thin ones with digital frequency readout. Yes. They'll be really good. I'd like when when a nice AM FM one with digital frequency readout, which is sense. Yeah. Comes out. I might even save up and buy it. What a super small one. Yeah. Mm. I think that'd be good. Yeah. The trouble with these ultra miniature things like these little calculators that you open, they're in a pocketbook. Yeah. Find to break them in half. One page you write on, the other page is a, is a calculator. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're really so thin. But I mean, if you get a Sievers like that, mm. the, speak, the little speaks are so small. Well, yeah. it just comes maybe, out with a squeak. Maybe they will invent a small speaker with they a have. five. There, there are flat speakers which they've invented. Yeah. Which can sound quite reasonable. I've never listened to one. I don't know. Although actually, the size of the speaker has a fair bit to do with it. But a lot of these small sievers, the output stage leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah. Now, super crossover distortion. If you like, you know, the speaker in the 101's about one inch big. Yeah. It's silly, isn't it? If you short out the the the, the, the filter and listen to the branch in phi, mm. it there's no bass, but it sounds perfectly mm. clean. I don't know why they have communications audio on receive. It's quite silly. The um, what we ought to do, talking about all this modern developments, sit down, have a group discussion about what we think will be going on in ten years' time, technically, yeah. then play that back in ten years' time That's, if we're still yeah. around, and see who is the most accurate. Mm. Yeah. And have a competition. Put it away in, in a, you Steal know, it in a <coughs> film box or something. Seal it in a nitrate film box and put yeah. it in somebody's yeah. garage. The lung can discover it again in ten Cover years' it, time. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty years' time. <laughs> There's this enormous bang. <laughs> <laughs> this thing flies open. That's right. It's yeah. a film going all directions. You've got a, a super long time alarm clock in there which will ring in ten years. Mm. Yes. Going tickety 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 tickety. I was often thinking of doing something like that mm. ever since I read that, that sci-fi story where the guy got a fatal illness. Mm -hmm. But he assumed that it was very likely that in 500 years' time or a thousand <coughs> years' time, fatal. that wouldn't be fatal. There'd be a so cure for it. For yeah. So he, he put his little note into a into a time capsule yeah. and buried it and said, um, "In a thousand years' time, when this illness can be cured and time yeah. travel is possible, will you come back and get ah. me?" You see. Ah. And then he went and sat down in his room, and yeah. sure enough, this light started buzzing above his head. Oh, really? After he buried it, but that's quite that's quite plausible. He buried it? Yeah, he went out and buried it. And the, mo the moment he'd done that, he came back inside and went into his room. Yeah. Uh, a few hours later, this thing started buzzing and these people appeared. Really? Yeah. That's incredible. See, that's the thing oh, to do. Yes. All you had to do was make sure Must that you planted it. it somewhere where it would be where likely to be found. Where would that be, though? Well, yeah, I don't know. The I mean, Dome of Science near Canberra, I suppose, because they're all scientific up there. Any place that's likely to get um, And not blown up, up in the meantime. Yeah. Like a yeah. park, like a, a nature reserve. In a thousand years' time, that'll, yeah, they'll yeah, certainly dig that national park. <laughs> Well, that means if you want to do Zams or something, oh, yes. you put it thing in a thing and say, look, come back and tell me the results of these Zams, mm. or racing results or something. Mm. That's lotto yeah. numbers. <laughs> or even if they're not allowed to interfere, it'd be interesting if you just asked them a question like, could you please put an answer in here yeah. indicating uh, <coughs> during what century time travel became possible. Yeah. Mm. And you go out a few hours later and open it up again and see if the message has appeared back. Why don't we try that? Why don't we? must do it. No. Yeah. It's yeah. just a matter of where you plant it so that they'll find it in a thousand yeah. years. That's time. right. 
Well, see, yeah. all, all you've got to do is and make, we is wouldn't make know. sure. It's very yeah. You've got to ensure that it does stay there for a thousand years. You've got to make up in your mind. You've got to yeah. be very determined in your mind that you're going to leave it there. Yeah. What do you mean to leave leave it there? Well, if you don't leave it there, then it won't work. If you, cause, no, because then they won't be able to find it. If you but you. Just you have to go out and put it somewhere. Yeah, but you must intend. You must leave it there. You must intend to leave See, it there. See, what happens if you put it out there? The people come and tell you something, and then you go and get it back again. Ah, paradoxes. Plus, well, of course, the travel. fact that you know you've got to be careful because all that might happen is that Will and the Wrecker will get it or something. Yeah, you can put thousands of them everywhere. That'd then you the might way. suddenly have crowds of people mm. arriving at your door. Some on the moon would be a good place too, because I'd be going up there. One of those rotary mm. hole diggers would be quite good, because yeah. you can bury it tall feet. Hold, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the seas could come up and go yeah. for a bulldozer. Oh, no. Hang on. Yeah. The sorts of places they'd probably dig up in 500 years' time be Old buildings. Tips. Tips. No, tips. Yeah. Because if you yeah, took a slice through a tip, yeah. you'd find all these... Through yeah. those for archaeological yeah, reasons. you'd find all these... Old yeah. grab bags and all yeah. that. And you find half moon sievers and notes That's inside. True. Please come and. Uh, yeah. Of course, a building, an old, a modern building now, you could put it in the basement of that because they'd knock them down later. Yeah, the trouble is, they knock them down every <coughs> hundred years. Mm. Yeah, they do. It wouldn't be something where they'd go looking on an archaeology expedition. Say we, we all get wiped out. But when. How long will it be before they get time travel? It could be a long time. Well, you just don't know. Well, when mm. if they do anyway, I mean, it's well. It's theoretically well, possible. Well, the government now. should it's build. Theoretically possible. The government should build a big tower, big big monolith thing, yeah, just for this purpose, and say we built it. We put all our thing, you know, information yeah, for a thousand years. Yeah. We're not going to touch it yeah. for a thousand years. Then some they can people, come back and fix it. Some people must make, you know, time capsules and things. I'm sure they do. In the future. No, no. I mean, there must be people around. I'm sure I've read about it somewhere who collect photos oh, time of the time. capsules. Yeah. 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 There's one up in Shepparton <coughs> that had been put down in 1975. Really? <laughs> Didn't you see that? No. It wouldn't be much of interest to dig it up now. There's some old records, you know, yeah. ABBA records, I suppose. <laughs> when yeah. would they, they put it into a block of concrete or something? Oh, probably something. Like that. Probably when they pull it out, it's just all decayed. They're dead frogs and things. I would <laughs> hope not. Fox. <laughs> Hopefully they have some sense of they must have. Why don't you seal the door onto your shack and use this as a time capsule for that? <laughs> they look and they say, right. now look. is this what culture was like back I in mean, the this, 70s? Yeah, looks the sitting there. Sort of <laughs> look, it already has done half, almost looks like a thousand years old now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> look at that Seavers. <laughs> now look. Now look, Mr. Seavers. <laughs> the... <laughs> Look at how ancient. Sitting in a time capsule. Yeah. You could make this a, a monument, this this shack I a monument. I suppose we could charge people to come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They could look through the glass there and peer through. Yeah. If you became Prime Minister or Five something... Five cents a look. What would you do? Yes. Prime Minister or something important. Mm. In a hundred years' time, this house would be National Trust and yeah, have it. Yeah. People would walk through the big, like, rope chains... Yeah, this little cord across. And they could look through this window... Touch. And there'd be a cardboard used thing on this. Yeah, a wax dummy of brains. Little mechanical mouth going for a flash. Yes, the cigarette and would they, burn they down there. Put put the yeah. They put 20 cents in, the cassette recorder starts doing a cross pan. Yeah, he goes for jam. <laughs> All muffled. Oh, VK, 3AML, <laughs> And they say, look, this is what the branch did, how he spent his younger days, the first half yeah. of his life before he became Prime Minister. Mm. That's right. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, you could be elected tomorrow. You could announce the budget, $60 million will be spent on building big metas. This little cassock going around. <laughs> I think I'll go out and become Prime Minister. Yes. <laughs> Squeak champ. <laughs> you can imagine. If, if you were Prime Minister or the Treasurer and you're doing missions, a lot of your secrets would go, go for a leak. Talk about it, Don Mart. You wouldn't want to get deed. People wouldn't follow the secrecy of communications if you were the Prime Minister what was his or name? the Treasurer. Silverberg in the, in the States was was uh, a ham. Was he? Goldberg. That'd be, that'd be a bit bad. You'd want to sort of keep it secret. You say, yeah, I think I might increase the... Um, the SRD yeah. ratio tomorrow by People 25%. You'd want to buy you know, a new so you lower the tax on, yeah, on the yeah, for that week. You knock it off for one week and then change Put it, it back line. again. Yeah. The really... cost of licences are going up, apparently. Oh. Really? To Why? 90 per dollars, I think it was, a year. Communication licences. But yeah. they're spending so all that. they to pay $90. That's <laughs> truth. <laughs> That'll put us away of business. But what CB licence is not affected. Really? But since it's 1973, they haven't been invented anyhow. Well, that's true. That's right. I wonder if they'll ever license CB. It was interesting listening to those. The long reckon they will. Mm. Really? Well, that time capsule we planted last week, mm. um, I opened that a couple of days ago. <laughs> <laughs> it, does say that, it does say that they will bring in CB. That's the most interesting. In 1977. The time people, the... Um, yeah, they sent me back this message time from, from 2048. Is that when they got time travel? Yes, apparently. That's, That's not very long, but...